Welcome to Sheck Sports Guys, brought to you by Anchor and also Any Day Rosé. Glad to be back on the air. I know it's been about a week since my last take. Uh, I've been a little bit busy, but it's been an exciting time in sports. A lot with the NFL postseason, some games today, the college postseason, knock on wood. Very excited about that. Also some matchups today and college basketball season, which is upon us. So today we're going to focus on uh, mostly the college bowl season. We'll do some reflections on the Heisman race, talk about some big coaching changes, uh, you know, what's really been happening and what we, we're looking forward to expect. We'll dive a tiny bit into the NFL and then maybe one or, mention one or two things about Major League Soccer. Uh, but yeah, so we'll get started. So it's been a good bowl season so far. We've had wins from Tulane, Utah State, Marshall University, Appalachian State, uh, plenty of exciting bowl games today. Uh, th- I believe it's 3 o'clock, 3.30 Eastern is going to be Army and Houston. Go Army. I'm pulling for them. They're playing Houston, the Cougars. Uh, should be very exciting. Army, of course, had their great win in probably one of the best rivalries in all of sports, uh, Army-Navy, which was a few weeks ago. Very impressive win by Army. They really dominated the ball, ball from the beginning till the end. Very impressed. They now have a three-game winning streak in the uh, over 100-year uh, series between both uh, military academies, so hats off to them. Uh, but Houston always has a strong program. They've really, I think, impressed people the past few years. Of course, they had uh, Case Keenum, and uh, they've they've produced some really big-time players in the NFL. They've gotten a lot of, I think, recent notoriety for their strides, especially in uh, the American Athletic Conference. So shout-out to them. Um, yeah, so that's that. Those are you know that's going to be a great matchup. Um, there's some other, you know, big bowl games I'm really looking forward to. Um, just to name a few, you know, there's NC State playing Texas A&M. That's in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Should be a good match. A&M, of course, had knock on wood, really what I call the new game of our century or the century. They, they beat, uh, you know, LSU in seven overtimes. It was an unbelievable game. I was in D.C., of course. I told you guys on one of my other takes watching with friends, so it was really just a phenomenal um, football game to watch, especially for the SEC. You know, NC State, they had a good, I really was expecting NC State to play in the ACC championship. They obviously had a great start. They won, I believe, 5-0, and but they had some bad losses. Um, so, you know, I, I think that really it was a disappointing season for them. They'll still play in a great bowl game, but I just think A&M obviously is the, is the better team that's had a better season. And they have bigger size. I think physically, NC State just can't match up with AM. I am looking forward to see where Finley goes from NC State as a quarterback in the draft. Had an amazing career. You know, one of these four-year starters that really felt like he was there for, I don't know, five or six years. Uh, he was very impressive. Really played well at NC State. I'm sure they'll have big shoes to fill whoever decides to step in next to take over the reins of that program. Um, just looking at some other... You know, big matches. We have, uh, you know, West Virginia, go Mountaineers. Uh, they're actually playing Syracuse in the Camping World Bowl. A little bit disappointing, um, primarily because Will Greer has decided to step out and prepare for the draft, which, you know, I get. Look, I respect. He's had, you know, he has the dedication. He's really, you know, I think gotten to the point where he's allowed to miss it. But at the same time, you know, I wish he would play just to end it out with West Virginia, but I can see why he decides to uh to sit out. 
excuse me, guys. Sorry about that. So it should be an interesting bowl game. Syracuse again, you know, in the ACC, they had a good year. Um, really surprised me and a lot of other people. They they played some fantastic football up uh, up in New York State. Um, you know, some big wins. And I think, you know, they have, they'll have a good season next year. You know, I'm not really too familiar with uh, Syracuse. I don't really follow them. Of course, you know, I live in New York, so, you know, obviously I'll, I'll pull for them, but I don't really know their players per se. So I'll probably do some more research next season, maybe follow them a little closer. But hats off to them, you know, making it to a, making it to a bowl game. Hopefully they can bring a trophy back to, uh, back upstate and really to represent, you know, New York in general for college football. Um, the Chick-fil-A Bowl. I love Chick-fil-A. It's probably probably my office's new guilty pleasure since they're in New York now. We have number 10 Florida Gators against uh, Big Blue, number 7 Michigan. I have Michigan winning. I think that they're going to close out the year with a win. I think Harbaugh had a – it was probably his best season so far at Michigan. I mean, they had some – they had a great year. They had some big wins. Obviously, I wish they would have gone to the semis, but, you know, one or two losses can really knock you out. But hats off to them. They played very well. Um, I think that they'll beat Florida, you know, Florida, Felipe Franks, not a bad season. I mean, you know, them and, and Dan Mullen down there, they're a good program. I like Dan Mullen a lot. I think that he's the right guy for the job. He's not a BS type of guy. He's really looking to make them a name brand as they are, as being the birthplace of Gatorade. Um, and they've had a lot of success, but Obviously, you know, Meyer was there. They had success, but that was kind of mediocre and scandal and, and everything that's been happening, you know, recently with their players being suspended or on probation. So Mullen is the right guy for the job. I think that, you know, within the next five years, I could see Florida winning a natty, uh, at least getting to the college football playoffs. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be very amusing to see who goes there uh, out of high school and what changes they'll make within the program. Um, some other games, of course, you know, we have, uh, Boston college, Boise state. I'm going to pull for BC on that one. I, I liked what they did this season. Um, obviously the Rose bowl, the granddaddy of them all, uh, that's Ohio state and the Washington Huskies. I'm pulling for the Huskies. I'm a big fan of them. Uh, you know, their, their quarterback, great college career. He's, uh, Jake Browning, he's really going to have, I think, a solid NFL career. He's going to be one of these Mitch Trubisky types that can just, when he throws the ball, you know, he's not going for 10 yards. He's going for a 30, 40, 60-yard 60 60 yard pass. So, you know, Washington had a good season. Again, I wish they would have gone all the way, but it's tough in the conference. They had some losses, especially that heartbreaker at Oregon, which was probably one of my games of the year. But, you know, hats off to them. I think they'll win. Um, Ohio State. Sorry, other guys. Um, excuse me. Ohio State. They'll have, you know, I think they'll have a decent game, but I don't see them winning. I think that, you know, with everything that's happened with Urban Meyer and, and, and other things, you know, that really been maybe kept under the covers, I don't see them winning. I think that no matter what happens, I mean, they must as a school, as a program, as a team, they have to step back and they have to reflect on what has happened. Um, you know, reports actually just came out that Meyer is going to be teaching a class at the university called Leadership and Excellence, I believe. I, I, I was actually taken away by that. It's interesting. You know, a part of me says, you know, is this for the PR? Is it, you know, to do as a way to show that he'll reflect on what he's done and pass that along to students? Another side of me says, you know what? Good for the good for him. You know, it's not a coaching job, but 
He can stay at the school that he's obviously had a lot of success at, probably the most out of any school he's been at, um, can connect with the students, can maybe offer reflection and apologies firsthand to the students in the community and become a better person because of it. So in a way, you know, hats off to him. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I would imagine that ESPN will have coverage. Maybe they'll do a, a, a take about, you know, a day in the life at Ohio State taking Urban Meyer's course. So it'll be interesting. It's funny in a way, you know, just from his persona and his body language, I could picture him, you know, a freshman walking into a classroom at Ohio State and there's professor, former Coach Meyer there, you know, uh, very, the biggest, you know, tallest guy in the room just with that persona that kind of, when he speaks, you know, people will fall back in their chairs and be like, wow, you know, that was really meaningful or man, like I have lots to think about now with my own life and future decisions. So I'm curious to see what happens. Uh, back to the bowl games, and of course we have, knock on wood, uh, number three, Notre Dame against number two, Clemson. I have Notre Dame winning. I think that Clemson, look, they're a dominant team. They're really the face of college football. I love uh, the QB there who took over for Kelly. Um, but I think it is time, as I said time and time again, for a non-SCC, non-ACC team to finally win the college football playoff national championship. It is time. They need to do it. It's better for the sport. You know, I don't want to have, keep having repeats of the same teams. So I think they're going to win. I have Notre Dame winning by at least seven. And then you have number Alabama and number four, Oklahoma. You know, I like Oklahoma, um, but I think Bama's just better. I think that Bama, there's something about it where you could play them, you know, 10 out of 10 times, whatever. Just something about why they're so good and an extra just factor is why teams cannot beat them. There's just something there that even if Oklahoma has the best game ever, Alabama will still win, whether it's a penalty, a missed field goal, a player getting ejected. So there's just something about Alabama. Um, I think they'll eventually lose, but, you know, look, hats off to Murray. Great QB. Congrats on winning the Heisman. But I think Bama's just too good. And then I have Notre Dame beating Alabama. The last time they played in a natty was, I believe, uh, 2012 in the BCS National Championship. Notre Dame, I think, blew them out, to be honest. It was a very disappointing game. I'm sorry. Alabama blew out Notre Dame. was very disappointing. But I think it's time for some sweet Irish revenge, and they'll uh, get another natty on their historic and really uh, privileged and, and, and honorable uh, college football uh, presence in all teams. So that's it with the college football playoffs, guys. Um, today we have some great games. The Ravens are playing the Chargers at 820. Should be very exciting. I forget who the Redskins are playing, but that'll be a great game too. So it'll be interesting. I like Lamar Jackson a lot. I think he actually could be better than Cam Newton. The guy runs with the ball at a whole nother level. He commands the field. I mean, to come into a, a big-time um, position, you know, representing a, a storied and, and really admired franchise and and taking over um, for one of the greatest QBs of all time, uh, it's a big deal for Joe, you know, to take over Joe, for Joe Flacco. But I think Jackson's the right guy to do it. Um, but you know what? Also, I, I love what the Chargers have done. I mean, they've had a really historic season, a great season, something that their fans really needed. This hasn't happened, I believe, since 2011, the, the position that they're in with the wins compared to losses calm. And Rivers is really one of those golden generation uh, QBs that came in the class of Manning and of Roethlisberger, you know, the, the big boys, as I say, in football, the guys who have won, 
you know, either have won or have come close to winning Super Bowls and the guys that after they retire, they'll never be another Rivers or a Manning or a Roethlisberger. They're really maybe, you know, one of those like last great generations, not saying that the next generations of quarterbacks won't be great, but after these guys are done, the quality that they had and the time that they played in will never be the same. Um, and, you know, obviously the new QBs like the Jacksons and, um, you know, the the, Cars- uh, the Carson Wentz's and the Mitch Trubisky's will be even better, but they won't, they'll never be the same as those guys that in the mid to, you know, er- the early to mid 2000s took over for football and gave us some memorable games, whether it was Tyree's unbelievable catch in the Super Bowl for the Giants against the undefeated Patriots or Ben Roethlisberger in the mid-2000s with their dynasty of championships against the Seahawks and other teams. So it'll be and it'll be interesting. You know, I have the Saints winning it all. I think the Saints can do it. I would want them, I want them to do it. I think it's a great way to have a Hollywood ending for um, Drew Brees, who I think is really, he is one of the greatest of all time. He's a Hall of Famer no matter what. So uh, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. And obviously, MLS guys, it was an exciting championship. Hats off to Atlanta, you know. They're a rival, but as a City fan, I give them a lot of respect. There was a great article that came out on LinkedIn. And this is pretty unbelievable to read that out of every sports league and team and franchise in the U.S. for professional sports, the Atlanta, Atlanta United had the second highest attendance rate out of the NFL. So basically, the NFL is the highest attendance ratings in all professional sports. Atlanta United had the second highest set of all professional sports. You know, you're talking about 70K a game, 50K a game. I mean, the numbers are off the chart. I think that, again, like I've said, you know, people joke at me, call me crazy, but Major League Soccer, I think by 2026 with the World Cup, knock on wood again, is going to be probably the second or third most popular sport in the United States. I think it already is. I mean, this season, whether it was the remarkable um, LA Galaxy, LAFC rivalry game, El Trafico, when you had that jaw dropper that Zlatan put up, um, or the the Red Bull, Dur- you know, the Hudson Derby with the Red Bulls, NYCFC, Portland Timbers, Seattle. I mean, this league is really for real. I, I was amazed by the goals that I saw. Um, you know, it was really a special year for Major League Soccer. The growth's been there. My hat's off to Don Garber. He's probably my favorite um, league commissioner out of all major sports leagues in the U.S. He's a stand-up guy. Nothing ever as bad has been earned about him. He seems very professional and a, and, a, and a good person and very down-to-earth. But he wants to build the league. I mean, it's remarkable the amount of teams. He started back in 96. He's still the commissioner of the league. There's been probably, what, I think at least 10 to 15 teams that have been added. So hats off to him. All right, guys. Well, this was Check Sports brought to you by... Uh, any day rosé, you want some great rosé, get some any day, share with friends and family on a nice day or when you want to kick your feet up. And also by Anchor Sports. If you guys have a passion like me, use Anchor. It's a free app. You can you know get sponsored like I am right now. You can send your podcasts out to the world, get some uh, traction. I'll probably be coming out the website soon, guys. Some business cards that I want to market this more. Again, like I said, this is a long-term project. I know that I, was, I wasn't on for a week, but thank you again for your support. I'll be on the next few days, so we'll keep it nice and consistent. Enjoy the football. Have a happy weekend. Happy holidays. Again, a happy Hanukkah to everyone. Christmas is coming up, so happy early Christmas. Have a great new year. 
of a Corey Glocker will be in town the 28th. So we'll do a special take, maybe a little bit off-site at one of my bars I go to. Maybe get some local fans in the mix. And again, please email me with any questions. If you want to get on the show, I'm always open to it. This was Sheck Sports. Have a great weekend, and I will see you guys next weekend. Thank you again. This is Sheck Sports over and out. Welcome to Sheck Sports, guys, brought to you by Anchor and also Any Day Rosé. Glad to be back on the air. I know it's been about a week since my last take. Uh, I've been a little bit busy, but it's been an exciting time in sports. A lot with the NFL postseason, some games today, the college bowl season, knock on wood. Very excited about that. Also some matchups today and college basketball season, which is upon us. So today we're going to focus on uh, mostly the college bowl season. We'll do some reflections on the Heisman race, talk about some big coaching changes, uh, you know, what's really been happening and what we, we're looking forward to expect. We'll dive a tiny bit into the NFL and then maybe one or, mention one or two things about Major League Soccer. Uh, but yeah, so we'll get started. So it's been a good bowl season so far. We've had wins from Tulane, Utah State, Marshall University, Appalachian State, uh, plenty of exciting bowl games today. Uh, th- I believe it's 3 o'clock, 3.30 Eastern is going to be Army and Houston. Go Army. I'm pulling for them. They're playing Houston, the Cougars. Uh, should be very exciting. Army, of course, had their great win in probably one of the best rivalries in all of sports, uh, Army-Navy, which was a few weeks ago. Very impressive win by Army. They really dominated the ball, ball from the beginning till the end. Very impressed. They now have a three-game winning streak in the uh, over 100-year uh, series between both uh, military academies, so hats off to them. Uh, but Houston always has a strong program. They've really, I think, impressed people the past few years. Of course, they had uh, Case Keenum, and uh, they've they've produced some really big-time players in the NFL. They've gotten a lot of, I think, recent notoriety for their strides, especially in uh, the American Athletic Conference. So shout-out to them. Um, yeah, so that's that. Those are you know that's going to be a great matchup. Um, there's some other, you know, big bowl games I'm really looking forward to. Um, just to name a few, you know, there's NC State playing Texas A&M. That's in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Should be a good match. A&M, of course, had knock on wood, really what I call the new game of our century or the century. They, they beat, uh, you know, LSU in seven overtimes. It was an unbelievable game. I was in D.C., of course. I told you guys on one of my other takes watching with friends. So it was really just a phenomenal um, football game to watch, especially for the SEC. You know, NC State, they had a good... I really was expecting NC State to play in the ACC championship. They obviously had a great start. They won, I believe, 5-0. and But they had some bad losses. Um, so, you know, I, I think that really it was a disappointing season for them. They'll still play in a great bowl game. But I just think A&M, obviously, is the, is the better team that's had a better season. And they have bigger size. I think physically, NC State just can't match up with AM. I am looking forward to see where Finley goes from NC State as a quarterback in the draft. Had an amazing career. You know, one of these four-year starters that really felt like he was there for, I don't know, five or six years. Uh, he was very impressive. Really played well at NC State. I'm sure they'll have big shoes to fill whoever decides to step in next to take over the reins of that program. Um, just looking at some other... You know, big matches. We have, uh, you know, West Virginia, go Mountaineers. Uh, they're actually playing Syracuse in the Camping World Bowl. A little bit disappointing, um, primarily because Will Greer has decided to step out and prepare for the draft, which, you know, I get, look, I respect 
he's had, you know, he has the dedication. He's really, you know, I think got him to the point where he's allowed to miss it. But at the same time, you know, I wish he would play just to end it out with West Virginia, but I can see why he decides to uh to sit it out. Excuse me, guys. Sorry about that. So it should be an interesting bowl game. Syracuse, again, you know, in the ACC, they had a good year. Um, really surprised me and a lot of other people. They, they played some fantastic football up, uh, up in New York State. Um, you know, some big wins. And I think, you know, they have, they'll have a good season next year. You know, I'm not really too familiar with uh, Syracuse. I don't really follow them. Of course, you know, I live in New York, so, you know, obviously I'll, I'll pull for them. But I don't really know their players per se. So I'll probably do some more research next season, maybe follow them a little closer. But hats off to them, you know, making it to a, making it to a bowl game. Hopefully they can bring a trophy back to uh, back upstate and really to represent, you know, New York in general for college football. Um the Chick-fil-A bowl. I love Chick-fil-A. It's probably probably my office's new guilty pleasure since they're in New York now. We have number 10 Florida Gators against uh, Big Blue, number 7 Michigan. I have Michigan winning. I think that they're going to close out the year with a win. I think Harbaugh had a it was probably his best season so far at Michigan. I mean, they had some they had a great year. They had some big wins. Obviously, I wish they would have gone to the semis, but you know, one or two losses can really knock you out. But hats off to them. They played very well. Um I think that they'll beat Florida, you know, Florida, Felipe, Franks, not a bad season. I mean, you know, them and and Dan Mullen down there, they're a good program. I like Dan Mullen a lot. I think that he's the right guy for the job. He's not a BS type of guy. He's really looking to make them a name brand as they are, as being the birthplace of Gatorade. Um, And they've had a lot of success, but obviously, you know, Meyer was there. They had success, but that was kind of mediocre and scandal and, and everything that's been happening, you know, recently with their players being suspended or on probation. So Mullen is the right guy for the job. I think that, you know, within the next five years, I could see Florida winning a natty, uh, at least getting to the college football playoffs. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be very amusing to see who goes there uh, out of high school and what changes they'll make within the program. Um, some other games, of course, you know, we have, uh, Boston college, Boise state. I'm going to pull for BC on that one. I, I liked what they did this season. Um, obviously the Rose bowl, the granddaddy of them all, uh, that's Ohio state and the Washington Huskies. I'm pulling for the Huskies. I'm a big fan of them. Um, uh, you know, their, their quarterback, great college career. He's, uh, Jake Browning, he's really going to have, I think, a solid NFL career. He's going to be one of these Mitch Trubisky types that can just, when he throws the ball, you know, he's not going for 10 yards. He's going for a 30, 40, 60 yard, 60 yard pass. So, you know, Washington had a good season. Again, I wish they would have gone all the way, but it's tough in the conference. They had some losses, especially that heartbreaker at Oregon, which was probably one of my games of the year. But, you know, hats off to them. I think they'll win. Um, Ohio State. Sorry about that, guys. Um, excuse me. Ohio State, they'll have, you know, I think they'll have a decent game, but I don't see them winning. I think that, you know, with everything that's happened with Urban Meyer and, and, and other things, you know, that really been maybe kept under the covers, I don't see them winning. I think that no matter what happens, I mean, they must as a school, as a program, as a team, they have to step back and they have to reflect on what has happened. Um, you know, reports actually just came out that Meyer is going to be teaching a class at the university called Leadership and Excellence, I believe. 
I was actually taken away by that. It's interesting. You know, part of me says, you know, is this for the PR? Is it, you know, to do as a way to show that he'll reflect on what he's done and pass that on to students? Another side of me says, you know what? Good for the good for him. You know, it's not a coaching job, but he can stay at the school that he's obviously had a lot of success at, probably the most out of any school he's been at, um, can connect with the students, can maybe offer reflection and apologies firsthand to the students in the community and become a better person because of it. So in a way, you know, hats off to him. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I would imagine that ESPN will have coverage. Maybe they'll do a, a, a take about, you know, a day in the life at Ohio State taking Urban Meyer's course. So it'll be interesting. It's funny in a way, you know, just from his persona and his body language, I could picture him, you know, a freshman walking into a classroom at Ohio State and there's Professor, former Coach Meyer there, you know, uh, very, the biggest, you know, tallest guy in the room just with that persona that kind of, when he speaks, you know, people will fall back in their chairs and be like, wow, you know, that was really meaningful. Or, man, like I have lots to think about now with my own life and future decisions. So I'm curious to see what happens. Uh, back to the bowl games. And then of course, we have, knock on wood, uh, number three, Notre Dame against number two, Clemson. I have Notre Dame winning. I think that Clemson, look, they're a dominant team. They're really the face of college football. I love uh, the QB there who took over for Kelly. Um, but I think it is time, as I said time and time again, for a non-SEC, non-ACC team to finally win the college football playoff national championship. It is time. They need to do it. It's better for the sport. You know, I don't want to have, keep having repeats of the same teams. So I think they're going to win. I have Notre Dame winning by at least seven. And then you have number Alabama and number four, Oklahoma. You know, I like Oklahoma, um, but I think Bama's just better. I think that Bama, there's something about it where you could play them, you know, 10 out of 10 times, whatever. Just something about why they're so good and an extra just factor is why teams cannot beat them. There's just something there that even if Oklahoma has the best game ever, Alabama will still win, whether it's a penalty, a missed field goal, a player getting ejected. So there's just something about Alabama. Um, I think they'll eventually lose, but, you know, look, hats off to Murray. Great QB. Congrats on winning the Heisman. But I think Bama's just too good. And then I have Notre Dame beating Alabama. The last time they played in a natty was, I believe, uh, 2012 in the BCS National Championship. Notre Dame, I think, blew them out, to be honest. It was a very disappointing game. I'm sorry, Alabama blew out Notre Dame. was very disappointing, but I think it's time for some sweet Irish revenge, and they'll uh, get another natty on their historic and really uh, privileged and, and, and honorable uh, college football uh, presence in all teams. So that's it with the college football playoffs, guys. Um, today we have some great games. The Ravens are playing the Chargers at 820. Should be very exciting. I forget who the Redskins are playing, but that'll be a great game too. So it'll be interesting. I like Lamar Jackson a lot. I think he actually could be better than Cam Newton. The guy runs with the ball at a whole nother level. He commands the field. I mean, to come into a, a big-time um, position, you know, representing a, a storied and, and really admired franchise and and taking over um, for one of the greatest QBs of all time, uh, it's a big deal. 
for Joe, you know, to take over Joe, for Joe Flacco. But I think Jackson's the right guy to do it. Um, but you know what? Also, I, I love what the Chargers have done. I mean, they've had a really historic season, a great season, something that their fans really needed. This hasn't happened, I believe, since 2011, the, the position that they're in with the wins compared to losses calm. And Rivers is really one of those golden generation uh, QBs that came in the class of Manning and of Roethlisberger, you know, the, the big boys, as I say in football, the guys who have won, you know, either have won or have come close to winning Super Bowls and the guys that after they're retired, they'll never be another Rivers or a Manning or a Roethlisberger. They're really maybe, you know, one of those like last great generations, not saying that the next generations of quarterbacks won't be great, but after these guys are done, the quality that they had and the time that they played in will never be the same. Um, and, you know, obviously the new QBs like the Jacksons and, um, you know, the the, Cars- uh, the Carson Wentz's and the Mitch Trubisky's will be even better, but they won't, they'll never be the same as those guys that in the mid to, you know, er- the early to mid 2000s took over for football and gave us some memorable games, whether it was Tyree's unbelievable catch in the Super Bowl for the Giants against the undefeated Patriots or Ben Roethlisberger in the mid-2000s with their dynasty of championships against the Seahawks and other teams. So it'll be and it'll be interesting. You know, I have the Saints winning it all. I think the Saints can do it. I would want them, I want them to do it. I think it's a great way to have a Hollywood ending for um, Drew Brees, who I think is really, he is one of the greatest of all time. He's a Hall of Famer no matter what. So uh, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. And obviously, MLS, guys, it was an exciting championship. Hats off to Atlanta, you know. They're a rival, but as a City fan, I give them a lot of respect. There was a great article that came out on LinkedIn. And this is pretty unbelievable to read that out of every sports league and team and franchise in the U.S. for professional sports, the Atlanta, Atlanta United had the second highest attendance rate out of the NFL. So basically, the NFL is the highest attendance ratings in all professional sports. Atlanta United had the second highest set of all professional sports. You know, you're talking about 70K a game, 50K a game. I mean, the numbers are off the chart. I think that, again, like I've said, you know, people joke at me, call me crazy, but Major League Soccer, I think by 2026 with the World Cup, knock on wood again, is going to be probably the second or third most popular sport in the United States. I think it already is. I mean, this season, whether it was the remarkable um, LA Galaxy, LAFC rivalry game, El Trafico, when you had that jaw dropper that Zlatan put up, um, or the the Red Bull, dirt, you know, the Hudson Derby with the Red Bulls, NYCFC, Portland Timbers, Seattle. I mean, this league is really for real. I was amazed by the goals that I saw. Um, you know, it was really a special year for Major League Soccer. The growth's been there. My hat's off to Don Garber. He's probably my favorite um, league commissioner out of all major sports leagues in the U.S. He's a stand-up guy. Nothing ever as bad has been learned about him. He seems very professional and a, and, a, and a good person and very down-to-earth. But he wants to build the league. I mean, it's remarkable the amount of teams. He started back in 96. He's still the commissioner of the league. There's been probably, what, I think at least 10 to 15 teams that have been added. So hats off to him. All right, guys. Well, this was Check Sports brought to you by... Uh, any day rosé, you want some great rosé, get some any day, share with friends and family on a nice day or when you want to kick your feet up. And also by Anchor Sports. If you guys have a passion like me, use Anchor. It's a free app. You can you know get sponsored like I am right now. You can send your podcast out to the world, get some uh, traction. 
I'll probably be coming out the website soon, guys. Some business cards that I want to market this more. Again, like I said, this is a long-term project. I know that I, was, I wasn't on for a week, but thank you again for your support. I'll be on the next few days, so we'll keep it nice and consistent. Enjoy the football. Have a happy weekend. Happy holidays. Again, a happy Hanukkah to everyone. Christmas is coming up, so happy early Christmas. Have a great new year. All the Corey Glocker will be in town the 28th, so we'll do a special take maybe a little bit off-site at one of my bars I go to. Maybe get some local fans in the mix. And again, please email me with any questions. If you want to get on the show, I'm always open to it. This was Sheck Sports. Have a great weekend, and I will see you guys next weekend. Thank you again. This is Sheck Sports over and out.